Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. This is your host, Sarah, and if you're new to this show, this is a show where I have friends on and they pick an alcohol, and we talk about something that they know a lot about. Really anything that they're passionate about or something that's interesting that they can teach me about. It's funny, I've done a lot of episodes in the past with a lot of different couples. We had Jesse and Sandra, we had Kurt and Celine, we had Caitlin and Cole. And what's really funny about this is is that I'm actually a super bitter single person. And yet I have all these couples on and every time I have a couple on, I feel like I get more and more optimistic. I always feel like I walk away from these episodes feeling a little bit better about my situation, a little more hopeful. And feel just generally like I can go out there and try to meet someone. This week's episode is with my friends Melanie and Ben. And I just have to say, they were so freaking cute together. Um, I don't normally get like overly sappy about friends I know who are couples. Because they're my friends as well. But you could just tell they both had so much love for each other. When they were talking about each other, they were looking dead in each other's eyes. And I... That shit hit me in the feels. And I just have to say as well that these are two amazing people. Um, and it was such a good episode. I actually walked away from this episode feeling a lot better about love. Kind of almost loving love in a way. Almost. I think, nah, nah, I love it. I love it. I think deep down underneath all this sort of bitterness and pessimism, there is a true hopeless romantic deep down inside of me. So, yeah, I just had to admit that and throw that out there. Um, so yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling better about love. Um, and the way that I see it is, is that, you know, whenever I do meet that person, it's not going to matter that I met some asshole who stood me up and made me go to a bar and wait for him for a half an hour. That stuff's not going to matter anymore. So guys out there who stand girls up, um, a message would be great. Uh, it's pretty jerky to do, generally speaking, but if you want to just make it a little bit better, send a message with an excuse, like, uh, my dragon ran off and I have to go find it. Anything. I'll take anything. I'm a simple lady. You could even say that you changed your mind. Still a lot better than being stood up. <laughs> but all that said, guys, uh, but, but seriously, I, I really do love talking to couples. I really, truly do think it is helping a lot of how I feel about love and how I'm going about meeting someone. Melanie is actually 34 weeks pregnant. So um, we get into a lot of pregnancy talk. Uh, another th- area of which I'm quite fascinated about and love talking to my friends about because I love hearing different perspectives on this. What's great about this is Melanie is extremely open, honest, 
and hilarious about the pregnancy. So it's it's a doozy. It's it's very entertaining. There's some funny stories in there. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. As always, guys, make sure you are subscribed to Intoxicated Reviews over on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you find podcasts. There is a new episode up on there with Corey and Jen, who did a date night episode with Freddy versus Jason, and still way more to come on that channel. So make sure you are subscribed to that and also following us on all socials that is facebook and instagram under intoxicated podcast and on twitter at in underscore intoxicated if you want to uh tweet at us or email us you can email us at intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com if you want to send us any feedback anything at all would be great so yeah guys i i hope you enjoy the episode and thanks as always for listening Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. We're only kind of intoxicated today um, because I'm here with Melanie and Ben. Say hi, guys. Hi. It's always Ooh. the awkward start. Like, I don't know like, why I, I waved. <laughs> she waved at the mic. <laughs> Hello, microphone. Yeah. I'm Ben, in case you're wondering which one of us is Melanie. Which the obvious me. male voice <laughs> is yes, Ben. That's right. And Melanie. So welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Oh my god, I'm so excited to have you guys. So I normally start off the podcast talking about what we're drinking. So we are drinking some Garrison Tall Ships. Is it just Tall Ship? Tall, Tall Ship, Ship Ale. Yep. Ale? Yeah. Yes, it is a local brewery here in Halifax, and it's pretty awesome. And we just got done with the Tall Ships. Yes, Tall so Ships I Festival. Was, did you guys get out and see any of it? No. I did see some of it from work. <laughs> I worked out on the waterfront, so <laughs> That's I didn't see it. Yeah. I'm... That came out like that. I'm really proud of the fact that we missed it. <laughs> like, but I, no, I didn't. I, That's I, right. And fuck you. <laughs> it's just I've really been enjoying not being around crowds. Yes. So I feel like I've accomplished something. I'm like, that's right. Yeah. I did not support my city at all. Sorry, Melanie's very pregnant. Yes. We should preface this yeah. by saying that me and Ben are drinking the tall ships. Yes. Melanie is drinking non-alcoholic Bex yes. non-alcoholic, which is pretty yes. good. Um, yeah, it's You've it's had this good. before. I have had this before. I've missed beer. Yeah. It's been a long, it's been a long summer. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's yeah. kind of the same, but not really. Just not quite the same. And but you just hear the, like, it's... emotional quiver in her voice <laughs> yeah. as she looks at the beer bottle. It doesn't make my cheeks feel hot in the way that I like <laughs> Leave that to us. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, we, we should say, Melanie, you are, how far along are you? You're 36 or 37? I'm 34 weeks. 34? So, almost 35. I'll be 35 this Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, you have a little over a month left from doing my math? Yeah, yeah about Thereabouts. like uh, five and a half weeks. Yeah. So, hopefully, I keep saying, if he's fully cooked, he can come at any time. Because mm-hmm. I am miserable. Ready to be done. done. <laughs> I am done. So, this is very interesting to me. Because I had Jesse and Sandra on. Right. And this would have been probably about a like I think she was doing like a week or something. Mm-hmm. And she she was in the same state of mind as you. Yeah. I had another friend on who was like very freshly pregnant, like hardly even showing. Mm-hmm. So I love getting like these different perspectives on pregnancy yes. yeah. because everyone's doing it. Everyone faces it in a different way, and every woman experiences it differently. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and some women, like, are all about it, and they love it, and it's so magical. And <laughs> I, I said, okay, here's what I said to Ben. Yeah. I said, don't get me wrong. Pregnancy is a fucking miracle, but it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's wonderful. I mm-hmm. love that we're having a baby. I can't wait for him to be born. But it's gross, and I feel like crap. And I love, and that's, I think, why I was, like, so stoked to have you on the show, 
because you were very open and honest with this stuff and you're unapologetic about it and that's what I'm all about <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of these women who are like oh it's just it's so like you know what I mean like hiding it almost yeah, yeah. it's like you deserve like your, your body's going through something yeah it's you crazy. deserve to talk about it and if it's and for some some women it's like it's so easy you see them like you know Instagram pregnancy yeah. moms, in a whatever. Field with a flower or they're doing a marathon <laughs> or something like that and that's fine like everybody's experience with pregnancy is slightly different mm-hmm. but it seems like the one that gets the most media attention is the like the active mom you know the yeah. like ah just glowing having a great time just ran a marathon and like what Melanie says is like pregnancy is disgusting she doesn't mean that it's you know it's a miracle and it's amazing and we marvel all the time at what incredible mm-hmm. things that our body's just doing on its own mm-hmm. but you feel like shit all the time yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean, like, disgusting, like, it's not that I think, like, babies are gross. I mean, just how it comes out in me, like... How I'm, it's manifesting. Like, puking and pooping. <laughs> it's just... Yes! It's gross. Burning it's, the candle at, the, at both ends. It's Metaphorically gross. and oh literally. Gosh. So that's, I mean, that's something that fascinates me, too, because some women are just like, yeah, first trimester, got over it, and now I'm fine, but you've had nausea. I'm still on, like, an anti-nausea medication. I, I've had it... People would say, oh, I think by eight weeks you'll feel better. And then I was like, oh, by 12 weeks. And then by 16 weeks. And then around somewhere around like the 25th week, people were like, you're going to be sick until he comes. And maybe during. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They seem to keep pushing that, like pushing the target date ahead. Like yeah. every, there's mommy blogs, they? obviously. Mommy blogs are like a huge thing. <laughs> so they kept like, but every time it would, we'd hit the like eight week mark and Melanie's like, oh, I still feel sick. We'd like look and there'd be one other, there'd be someone out there who says, no, no, by 10 weeks, by 10 Definitely weeks would be not. feel, by 10 weeks would feel better. And then 10 weeks comes and Melanie's still feeling miserable and we look and there's another mommy blog being like, the 12 weeks is the guarantee point where you just start feeling better all the time. Yeah. And, and so that, that like, it was just a moving target. And I have to wonder between, in pop culture and and in and in uh, in media, that like the active mom, yeah, and all these mommy blogs kind of consistently moving that data ahead. Is this just like a scheme? Is this like a really conspiracy no. to just be like, <laughs> oh, pregnancy is that. amazing. <laughs> Everybody has like, when you get pregnant, you're gonna eat so much yogurt. You're gonna be so active. You're gonna be getting out there and be the best time of your life. When the reality is, that's not always the case, and we have absolutely no idea how many other women have as hard of a time with this as Melanie's had because it's like the silent silent (sighs) minority. And I would say there are women that have it way harder than me that have to go to hospital and, 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 you know, be put on um, IV because they're dehydrated because they vomit so much. I wasn't like that, but I am tired of throwing up. Yeah. Crazy. So let's start. We'll start at the beginning. Okay. It's a good place. Okay. Um, not not the conception. But, uh, <laughs> well, let me tell you. I've got some photos here I'd like to share. Oh, right, it's a podcast. Subscribe not to quite you. a visual cast yeah, yet. But friendship origin story. So I met Melanie through Jesse and Sandra. I met you. I'm pretty sure on the day of. Sandra's bachelorette at your house. I'm pretty sure that's when we formally met. It may have been then, yeah. Or I think, I think you're right. I think it was one of those things where I was like, I think we've met before, sort of, maybe, but I'm not really sure. So when we meet again, maybe not formally. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of when we formally met. Yeah. We've been friends ever since. Yeah. And it's a funny thing with you. (laughs) Just like every time I feel like we hang out, 
I'm crying over something. <laughs> like, like, it's like, and it sucks because I tell people, I'm like, Melanie's so cool. I just want her to like me, but I'm pretty sure she's because I'm a hot mess. Because every single time I'm around you, I'm pretty sure I cried to you on your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt really fucking bad about that because I'm like, it's your birthday. Shit. Yeah, you're supposed to cry on your birthday. If yeah, you you're want to. If you, only if you want to. Only if you want to. But it's just one of those funny things of like, I feel like every time we cross paths, I'm I'm See, having boy problems or like something. I always feel that that's the sign of a good party though, if somebody ends up crying. It is, absolutely. And yeah. that's like, that's yeah. how we've measured like a great success with parties. It's like, yes. who at some point sequesters themselves into the spare room and is just having a bad time? You can guarantee that will be me. <laughs> like, if you're ever feeling like you don't have that friend, just like, let a girl know. So this party is shit, we need you to come and amp it up. I don't care so what it takes. fucking funny. Oh my gosh. So obviously we met through Jesse and Sandra, yeah. and I met Ben through you guys at, at the wedding and all of that. That's right. So, and karaoke too. And karaoke? Like I, host, I host karaoke sometimes, yeah. fill in for our regular hosts, and you've been going to karaoke and for a long time as well. Ben so. did karaoke on one of my favorite birthdays ever, which was my 30th nice. that just that passed. Was fun, that was fun with Jesse. Me and Jesse had a joint party, and it was amazing, and was I couldn't fun. thank you enough for giving me karaoke on my like it's, it's just like I can die happy now I had a karaoke birthday I'm fine. that's great what's interesting is this is a little off topic but karaoke is such a like unifying element to our social circle and yes. for Melanie and I as well because that's actually we we didn't we met uh, on St. Patrick's Day not at a karaoke night but that's where we continued to meet was right. at karaoke night because of the mutual friends there oh, my uh, entire and, friend circle I met at karaoke, which seems like it should be the plot for some kind of like yeah. rom com or we something. We should make right? a movie out of this, you yes. know. And I say it to other people. We I'm should. so used to like going to karaoke regularly, even though it's been a while now since I've done it regularly. But um, I'll say to people like, "Oh yeah, like a bunch of us, like, we just go to karaoke once a week." Or and people like, are like, "Karaoke?" Yeah. I know. They look at you like, "What kind of character are you?" And then the next question is the most surprising, and it's always. What do you like sing? <laughs> like, who does karaoke and doesn't sing? Like you right? don't sing. That's sad. I do it every now and then. Yeah, yeah you've got okay. you've got to get in there and sing. It, it took me it took me a while, and then I realized that because there are some people with great voices, serious chops. Mm-hmm. And because there are a lot of theater people that go, yes. and they're all like singing and dancing, and it's like they come with the costume changes. Yeah, yeah. and um. But but then once I started realizing that no one really cares if you sound terrible, that's when I decided to start to start singing. It's all about stage presence. A hundred percent. If you're having a great time and you're like really laying into whatever you're singing, absolutely. And I have a theory that even if you suck, as long as you're loud. (laughs) <laughs> you can't be good be loud. be loud I think that works in politics as well <laughs> that kind of does oh hey, my god wow where's the bell I'm not oh, there it is. I was gonna say I'm not gaming for that don't encourage me the bell is like a double edged sword it's uh, it can get I had an episode that got way too drunk and it was just like dang 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 too much the bell too much Calm it down. Calm it down. But that's super freaking cool because Jesse Sonder kind of met through Carrie. I think yeah. we need to make this movie happen yeah. and somehow work a plot into it that I meet someone at karaoke. There'll be a, the, that, it'll happen, I'm sure of it because it's, yeah, it's such a positive and friendly environment. So, it's so which some karaoke nights aren't. Like, you can, some karaoke nights you can go 
And if you're not really that great, there are people there who'll be like, ooh, and that sucks. That <sighs> yeah. Works. Nobody likes that. That's mean. I've never experienced that at the Frog yet. No. no. It doesn't happen there. But it's it, because I think, like, there's other karaoke places around Halifax that, uh, like, I mean, I might not put this in, but specifically the, um, what's that place up on uh, Roby? Oh, the Lion's Head. Yeah. Or the Dome. The Dome has an intense karaoke because they, they have a, karaoke they have a the bell dong thing like, that wow, if you're, if you're like, not good, they, they like ring out? it and you have to get off uh, the stage. That's brutal. I know. I'm like, this is karaoke. Not, it's not American Idol. That's some reality TV bullshit, right? Right? Now. That's horrible. That sucks. That's I actually, bullshit. I'm like, I, once at, at Barely's, one of my first karaoke experiences, I was, it was karaoke night at Barely's. And I guess it's, it's really nice now. But at the time, it was a little bit of like a high stakes Somewhat, ing- somewhat aggressive karaoke night. Oh my god! I got up and I sang, and I don't even remember what I sang, but I sang something. And yeah, there were like there was a table of girls near the stage who were just like booing the whole time. And I'm like, this isn't fun. Who is no! this for? Even so. if someone sucks, as long as I mean, it can it can be awkward sometimes. Right. And if, if you're really like shy, sad, if it's not a crowd pleasing song, yeah. and they're sucking, yeah, that's when it can get awkward. That's Have brutal. you ever been there when somebody gets up and requests to do like a song without music? Acapella. No. Uh, no. That's rough. I don't think so. It's happened. Yeah? It's, it is absolutely happened. So, Ben, you, you've probably seen it all through this, like, through hosting. I've seen a lot. I've, I've seen a lot of, of the, like, of the archetypes that you get at a karaoke night, and there will rarely, but occasionally be a guy who really, really badly wants to sing, sing like, some Stompin' Tom Connors or, uh, like, Danny Boy or something like that, and he's like, I don't need a track. Oh, I, don't need, no. I don't need a track. And he'll get on there, and he's way drunker than he thinks he is. Yeah. And it goes off the rails really quickly. Shit. And that's when you're just like, just, you give him like 30 seconds and then you pull the mic down and you go, thanks, that was Jimmy. And thank you very much, Jimmy. We'll that's a good way to go about it. You just got to like, you got to thank him. And, and, and as far as he's concerned, he's been up there for like 40 minutes. Yeah, he has, so he no, has no idea. idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have a question. Cheers. This is a juicy one. And you can plead the fifth if you want, if you know what that game is, which is like you can just choose not to answer it. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't have. I should have arranged. You know that game? If you know I was you know, smart, you know the game. The yeah. Fifth Amendment. <laughs> you don't have to answer if you don't want to. <laughs> but it's a game on this show. What Watch What Happens Live or something like that. True. And they ask a series of like like personal questions, and like mm-hmm. you can plead the fifth on one. I just have one question for both of you. Sure. That's going to be hard for you to answer. Okay. Who out of our friend group? Mm-hmm. Is the best karaoke singer and who's the worst? Ooh, ah, worst. Getting, worst is tough. I'm to getting say. savage on here. See, that's tough because karaoke is kind of there is a bit of subjectivity with karaoke. That's mm-hmm. true. So somebody who's really awful but has like an awful singer but has a really great stage presence. Yeah, that's true. Is is great. Like like Ziggy, my friend Ziggy is he's great. He's an okay singer, and sometimes he sings songs that he really loves, but they are a bit out of his range, mm-hmm. and it can be pretty rough. But he's so passionate that you ha- you just so... you just gotta love it, like you're yeah. so into it. Uh, so that is a bit subjective in that, but like objectively, singing talent versus less singing talent. I don't know. You can just pick that. the. Well, how about this? Just pick the best one. Just, just pick the best. Not mm. don't name the worst. Pick but. The- Best. I mean, of our like social circle, yeah. I'm not really sure. But like, right now, of the like regulars that go, there's a girl named Jade. Oh, who, I think I saw her. She kills it all the time. Yeah. She does like Amy Winehouse sometimes. Fuck and, yes, and she really knocks it out of the park. She's really really good. Um, Jesse always does a really great job, but he actually he's like what he's a good singer, but 
It's he's not. He's not a great singer, but his stage presence it's definitely the energy. takes it up to the next level. It's and the energy. often there will be costumes involved, which oh is not God, required, but definitely. <laughs> enjoyable. I know. I love it. I always find. I always uh, get a kick out of watching Lando. Yes. Yeah. I was just gonna say he's really into it, especially when he does his like totally. He rasps it. He gets all raspy. And he does sexy. that for like for Tom Petty. <laughs> Last dance is married. Yes. Jeez. Yeah, that's a great one. He's just, he's very passionate about I it. I enjoy, sure. I would actually put my vote on Lando for the best one. I would say that that's his, I would say Last Dance uh, with, uh, with Mary Jane. With Last Dance with Mary Jane by Tom Petty is probably got him laid more than once. I, I would really? I would guess. I would, I'd have to, I'd have to guess. I haven't consulted with him about it, but that's, uh, I've, I've thrown my bra at him <laughs> at karaoke a couple I think, times. I think I remember at least one of those occasions. And with a like a, like trying, and then it never happened. But <laughs> like I'm it. just like I appreciate a good performance. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm not a self person, so rather than saying, "Hey, good show, you're cute," like, I throw my bra. Here is a piece of my undergarments. <laughs> That's as is tradition. I've done it a couple times actually. Karaoke yeah. has, has it good. worked ever? No. <laughs> 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 not at all. Aww. Not at all. But hey, I mean, we're all going to change it up every now yeah, and then. Yeah, maybe change up the tactic. I don't know, throw a shoe. I could, I could try uh, panties. Could try panties. I didn't want to dive straight for the panties. Like, that's like... <laughs> Candy? It's like, it was like a skip in the flirting aspect of it. Yeah. Like, straight to the like main event. I don't want to be old-fashioned, but... Uh, <laughs> but a phone number? Buying somebody a drink. Mm. Oh, come on. Boo. Mm. Boring. Mm-mm. Lame. I agree. The way to the man's heart is through his... Crippling alcoholism. <laughs> um, I have the biggest crush on the bartender there. He is pretty gorgeous. Mm. And my friends last night were just like, just fucking, just pour him a drink or just ask him, like, just be, just do it. And yeah. I'm just like, I just like having crushes. <laughs> I feel like a 15 year old girl. But like, honestly, fun. it's it is a lot of fun to have a crush on someone because when and because then if if for whatever reason it's not going to go beyond that crush, then once it's gone, it's gone. Exactly. And, and there's, there's a bit no of more excitement or yeah. mystery. There's fun with not knowing, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, good old fickle frog. Yes, indeed. Yeah. But it you might want to mistress. throw undergarments at him because he probably gets drinks purchased a lot. That's true. So you want to stand out. I want to stand out a bit, a bit more. Yeah, actually, fucking good point. Yeah. That's <laughs> actually, excellent. here's what you do: you buy him a drink, okay, and then you name the drink after him, and then you just drop your panties in the drink. <laughs> Oh, I need to put this in. I don't think he listens, but if he does, now he knows. That's right. Now he's gonna he's, you're gonna ask for a drink, and he's gonna be like, "I know where this is going." He's gonna preempt you, drop his own panties in there. Oh my god! That I mean, I love it's it. The best of both worlds, really. It's the what ultimate world. <laughs> power move. That is a power move. But but guys. I would like to know the Sparks Notes version, Melanie. You kind of got into it yeah. before we start recording, but how did this happen? Like this, this union, this awesome because this is an awesome relationship right here. It's pretty good. She's batting her eyelashes at me. She is batting her eyelashes. But you met, guys mentioned you were friends first. Yeah, we met uh, on a St. Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. uh, twenty eleven. I think. It's oh, okay. Twenty twelve. Was it 2012? 2012, I think. So five years ago. I think. Yeah, the, the, it was, I think it was 2011. Whatever. Yeah. Um, semantics. Semantics. So, yeah, we met at St. Patrick's Day. I was friends, well, still am friends with Ben's cousin and old roommate at the time because I had been in a play with both of them. 
And uh, yeah, we met at St. Patrick's Day, and we chatted a lot, and we came became friends because you had you hadn't been living in the city for very long at that point, I don't think. No, I, I mean I had lived in the city for a couple years at that point, but you know I, I moved here for uni- from from a university to another university, mm-hmm. so then I was kind of the old guy at that university, so I didn't really make a lot of friends there. Ah, uh, And so I had my roommates Steve and Sean, who are like just the best dudes and they're amazing. Steve's my cousin. Sean is one of my best friends. Uh, a couple of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Um, they sing all? But I didn't really have anybody outside of that. They yes. both are, I think, oh, actually. Awesome. So, uh, I'm both very handsome. Oh, yeah. That's right. And Steve even works at a, at a bar. So no, you can, you can, can try the panty drink. Drink. So you can <laughs> the panty drink. Uh, oh, maneuver. my God. That's funny. Um, but yeah, so I, I didn't have a lot of friends at the time. And uh, I was kind of going through a rough time personally. And and, uh, and I didn't really want to go out. And Sean encouraged. He's like, I'm going out. There's lots going to be lots of great people there and everything. And I was like, I don't know. I don't really want to go out. Uh, and he's like, come on. You'll, you'll have a good time. And I'm like, oh, well, all right, fine. So, so I went out with Sean for uh, St. Patrick's Day. And Melanie and I really, really hit it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're talking a lot about journalism. Yeah. So I'm a journalist and then had taken journalism school. Oh, and perfect. I'm a nerd, so I was like, no, let's talk about that. Yeah, we were geeking out. So That's it was, important, I think. It's nice. It's, you know, it's so, so important have, to have common interests. Yeah. And, you know, like, certain people, like, you just meet and you know, like, right away, like, I can be friends with this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Ben started going to karaoke. That was really at the... Uh, like the pinnacle of every Tuesday karaoke, Ben started going, and then you started meeting everybody, and right. I started meeting more people mm. by going. So it was as like well. the, it was but, like our karaoke golden era. It was at uh, that time. Uh, it was yes. just like uh, I met a lot Dave of had Dave had started the karaoke night maybe only a year earlier, and he had encouraged some of his friends to come. So it was the only people who really knew about it and were coming regularly were were already friends mm-hmm. and they just kept bringing more and more friends and adding more friends to the social circle so everybody was friends with everybody there and that really contributed to the and that's how now vibe. we all know each other which yeah. is crazy yeah. 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 but it's funny to think back that far and realize like I think about all the people I didn't know mm-hmm. um, who are now like such an important part of my life but yeah absolutely so yeah so we were <laughs> we were friends for a number of years and then decided to not be just friends. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you think fate? Play, do you guys believe in fate? I kind of do. I, I, yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I kind of do. I, I I believe that. I don't believe that like there's like kismet or you know th- that kind of thing. But I do. I do feel like you are where you need to be mm-hmm. in whatever situation you're in. Right. So things happen for a reason. I yeah. I, don't, I hesitate to even say that, but. Like some people say, everything happens for a reason, but I've heard it said like everything happens and just ah! and just stop it there. That's Every, very, very everything true. does happen, and yeah, you're only in it for the moment, and then you can you can move on. Uh, I just want to say right now, the way Ben's looking at Melanie is making my heart hurt. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys are adorable. So I want to know about this first kiss. Oh, Ew. because I love first kisses. And I think, like, that moment right before you kiss someone is one of the best, most magical, like, moments ever. Like a a will they, won't they? Like, is this really really happening? Well, there's that point. You hold your breath and time stops. Yeah. Well, there's that that point where you're so close to somebody and you can't, if they aren't into it, you can't be like, oh, no, that's not what I was doing. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. 
You can't like, play it off like you weren't trying to do it. Our noses were touching. Yeah. There's a line where you're like, okay, if you weren't into this, maybe pull back a bit. There's only so much politeness yes. that will bring people close together. But I think what's great, though, when you're friends with somebody, um, I guess, it, well, I guess it could be really awkward if you try to kiss, like, somebody who's been your friend for a long time. But yeah. I think if there's, you can feel when there's chemistry between two people. Yeah. I think it was clear that we both had feelings for each other mm. and wanted it to, mm. to be more of a friendship. Like, it just seemed to be naturally going in that area. We've, like, we've in conversation we have really great we've always had really great conversations we've always been really good communicators with one another i think we're very much on the same page in terms of how people communicate with each other so we had a very easy time talking from the very night we met right uh which contributes obviously to a great relationship whether it's friendship or romantic beyond yeah so uh, yeah but so by the time a kiss happened like a couple of years ago mm-hmm. uh it was just we were on a friend's couch and I was sort of leaning in and I wasn't feeling much resistance and yeah. It's, it's funny too because like this was actually at Steve and Sean's place so I had been living with them previously I wasn't living with them anymore they had their own place and uh, we were both over there hanging out we were both over there hanging out and I think like Steve had stepped into the other room or something. Whatever re- for whatever reason. Yeah, we they were, weren't like watching. No, we were briefly alone in the living room, and so there was still something. I think because we're friends, there's something like sort of friends the TV show about it of like two of them kissing. Whoa, ooh la la! This means <laughs> like, something. And yes. Like, don't tell Joey. Like it, there's a <laughs> yes. definite kind of like that element to it because it it, it still was, was it was kind fast. Of, it was fleeting, mm. but it was but it was. It was, it was awesome. It was the start of something Aww. pretty Aww, exciting. So. That's so but yeah, we did break apart really quickly, and then it was like, well, we're not going to mention that. Yeah, and then we just uh, kind of <laughs> sat politely well, on the couch. Because when you're friends, you have so many mutual friends who know the both of you. Yeah. yeah. So like, if things ever went to shit, it would just be not great. Yeah. Which is yeah, like, and potential. that's kind of how I approach friends, which is with a lot of fucking caution. Mm. Like, yeah. a lot. Because I'm just like, I've built... A friend group mm-hmm. around my friends and it's just like if anything happens like I don't want drama like I don't want no. like him saying something and me saying something no and leave me friends picking, you, you know what I mean like it's, you gotta work that out yourselves but you'd think that would change with age it doesn't it's so no thing. it doesn't in a way it's worse because people are so um, well it almost gets more serious yeah loyalty yeah. means it's so much more I think with adult friendships because I think like in high school or whatever in university it can be so fleeting because yeah. sometimes you know people for four years and they're gone and you, for, you never see them again and you dated that the, the, the relationship that is driving a wedge between your friend yeah. circle lasted for all the three weeks and it doesn't right. really matter right. now you've got to decide who takes the mini fridge yeah you know, exactly and there's like there's so much there's other like other even things. just boyfriend and girlfriend sharing a space sharing a living space that like adds so much more you've got to even if they're not living together you've got to return stuff to them which right. is the worst Ugh, the worst yeah so, hardest part of breaking up is getting back your stuff getting back your stuff absolutely <laughs> together yep. they said it right but but I think that's part of why it's yeah, part of why it gets so much more serious. Right. Breakups yeah. now don't aren't as lighthearted as they were in high school, but they felt just as heavy back then exactly. too. Exactly. Exactly. So what did your like when you started dating? Yeah. Because you guys mentioned there wasn't necessarily like a specific first date. No. Mm-hmm. What was the moment of like, okay, we're a couple now? 
Did you have a, we a moment that just kind of naturally happened? It just happened. We never had that conversation. I fucking love that. I don't think so. I don't think we ever really talked. We never. I I never asked like, so are you my girlfriend or like it never. <laughs> and that that's the perfect way to ask that. That's question. how you ask that question. By the way, <laughs> taking notes. So kids. we did have a chat at one point about like. Okay, are we both ready to like be in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. like a like a serious one, or mm-hmm. do we still want to be a little loosey goosey about things? Yeah. And then we decided that we did. Grumpy mm-hmm. <laughs> <Corpy> well. <laughs> <laughs> it's the beer. It's That's my fault, and it's also the baby. Indigestion <laughs> is a bitch. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! Sorry, like, I'm, I didn't hear the verb at all. I'm talking about these nice things. I just and every now and then, I'm like, no, I'm trying to suck it up. I'm trying to suppress my belly. This is really like touching. Turns out, gas. No, it's gas. Find a nickel for every time that. Fuck! I don't even know what I was saying. Like we, like yeah, we love you. Had a you had a moment of of are we ready to be in a serious thing? Yeah, it was mostly yeah. it was mostly me um, that I, I kind of, I wanted to know if I was ready and um, and yeah, we kind of chatted about that for a couple, we, we kind of like left it up in the air, like, well, let's just see how it goes and we just kept wanting to be with each other, like I didn't want to date anybody else and I didn't, yeah, I just didn't want to be with anybody else and then once you make that decision, then it was easy and then we it was kind of, it was almost like uh, by process of elimination. Like, <laughs> you're like, well, yeah, that, yeah. like, it, it wasn't yeah. as, it wasn't even so much that it was like, hey, will you be my girlfriend and let's hope that works out? It was kind of like yeah. nothing else had really worked out with other people. Exactly. And this is working really great. Yeah. And we're not even really so trying. And we're not working at it. Why all. the heck not? So that seems like a thing. And that's one thing I love about you guys, because you guys seem so, like, it just seems like it's, like, it's easy. To, you know what I mean? Like, it's, I mean, we're, you're both we're, totally yourself. You both love each other for who you are. Like, it's yeah, just, it's the ideal fucking situation. It's good. Like, we really. It's not always easy. I mean, with, like, with any relationship, you have to work things out. Yeah. Well, it's the same, yeah. I mean, and in the way that friends would, too. Yeah. And I think it's yeah. great that we. I think it, yeah, it is great that we were, we were friends first because we've, we already liked each other. <laughs> we liked each other before there were any benefits to it. Yeah. And then, and then you just have the benefits to look for. And then it's yeah, just like, right. well, this is awesome. And there's no question of like, is this person just using me for my love and tenderness? <laughs> love and tenderness. Yeah, but you know, it's like but every, this is amazing. Every beauty, you should try this. This is yeah. Great. So so yeah, it's it's good. I'm lucky. He's really good to me. Yeah, it's true. I am. You guys are both both <laughs> awesome people. I'm <laughs> super excited. So we're gonna get into the pregnancy stuff now because this is the juicy stuff. Okay. Shoot. I like I said, I've had two pregnant women on, and I just want to know too. Melanie is drinking non-alcoholic beer. With Sandra and Lindsay, I I got the champagne, mm-hmm. and both times that they opened it, it spilled everywhere. Right. And I'm just like, I got a new computer. I cannot risk that this time. Well, this makes me so, feel this this feels more um, real because it's like good. I'm drinking right out of the bottle. Yeah, swill it around, swilling it There's around. A label on it. Exactly. Oh my god, we didn't do a cheers yet. Oh, so cheers. let's do a cheers. We cheers. Get the sound. Yes, yes, that sounds the best sound. Cheers. Mm. But Shoot. so you're 34 weeks along. So mm-hmm. how did 
You find out you were pregnant. That's my first question. Because this this is like, I love this moment with, with women. I've taken many an unwarranted pregnancy test. <laughs> and so I'm just like, just the idea of like looking at it. And, and seeing, hoping for it to be. <laughs> well, I was never hoping for it. But but just the idea of as a woman. That's what I mean. That, looking at it and hoping that it says you're pregnant is a, an entirely different experience. Feelings. So mm-hmm. tell me about it. I want to know it all. Well, it's kind of funny because... We were, we had been trying for a couple of months and, you know, nothing. And then, um, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not insulting you. Looking at me when she says it too, like, because of you, you did this. So I was at, I was at work, um, and, uh, it would have been coming up to about the time when I would have been able to find out if I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wasn't feeling great. And my boobs were really sore, basically. Yes. And I wasn't feeling great. And I was like, wait a minute. Hang on. Wait a minute. <laughs> so I couldn't wait to get home. Uh, so I went to the drugstore, which is right next to my office. And this <laughs> is like, it's such a non-romantic like story like you picture like a couple like like looking at it together and there's that moment where they look in each other's eyes and they look down and see the that they're pregnant and look again and they kiss and like there's yeah. like, tears no i took a p-test who else is there <laughs> I said tears. I, I oh tears you know. tears that's okay. probably gonna be the stock image for this episode <laughs> <laughs> oh my god please use the stock image of the like visibly pregnant woman and the man holding oh, the pregnancy no. test going oh my god we're pregnant who knew Oh, that would be amazing. So, yeah, I took watermelon seed. Uh, I took a pee test in the um, stall, bathroom stall at work. Did you? So you didn't even wait till you got home? No, I really you wanted to right know. Away. I took it at she work. Right away, and she texted me a picture of the pregnancy test. Had a very faint line. A very faint pink yeah. line, and then pe- texted me a picture of her doing like this, like. Ah. Oh my god! <laughs> I just knowing you, I can see that picture right now. <laughs> so it's hilarious. Like, because I thought the moment would be, I would look at it and it would be such a clear, like, yes, you're pregnant, mm. and I would be like, it's oh, happening. Yeah, but no, we've done it. Like, like, yeah. uh, like landing on the moon, like a whole yeah. control room of people would be like, oh, yeah, bring out the champagne. Right. But this was more of a. It was about huh. stuff. You're like, I think it's positive. Oh, we'll see. That's one thing. So I. I've seen a lot of people post pictures of their pregnancy tests on mm-hmm. the internet. They peed on those. And, I mean, I know that it's up to the couple when they want to announce stuff like this. Mm-hmm. That's pretty early. Some people do it way too early. And it's like, they'll, I'll see the pregnancy test and I'm like, did like what you did. That's a real faint line. Like, yeah. maybe, uh... That could be oh, I took like 10. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's, but we I would still have the have, same thing. We still have pregnancy tests all over the house. I've not <laughs> used one. Still. Yeah. But but like it's because like we just we, we just bought they're them. Just everywhere. They're just everywhere, yeah. In that shrub over there. <laughs> uh I uh because we, we because we were trying, mm-hmm. we had bought them in like bulk. Like Costco you, style. Well yeah, and actually yeah. the cheapest place to get them is from the dollar store. And, yes! and it's like they're just as effective. Mm-hmm. It's all the same ingredients. Right. So we have we still have a bunch of them. Now they only last for so long, so we're not gonna we, I don't know why we still have them. We're no, just, I think pregnancy tests have a pretty long shelf life. We're it's just the, negligent. Um, it's the um, the pee that you can't hold. No, on to. It's <laughs> the ovulation tests that don't oh, last. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. We still have too. a bunch of those too. Felt very, it felt like so. It wasn't like 
that that momentous moment of like we've done it. It was, was like it was kind of dulled a little bit because we had tried so many times. We'd done the test so many times. It was the test itself was kind of routine, and there had been a couple right. where it was like there might be a little something there, but it's real faint. And then we look again later, and the line's gone. Uh, so the like the picture of the of the completed test and the shrug as like an announcement to me. So you got, so what did you? Yeah, and that's the thing. I also texted him. I was like, I don't know what this means. (laughs) (laughs) Is that supposed to be a pass? So, so you got it. Were you home when you got it, or were you working? I think I was at work. I think I was working. And was was I just at home? I think you were just at home, and Uh, I think you wrote back like, "OMG." Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you do, right? Yeah, text. Yeah, I probably could have called. But you were in the bathroom (laughs) still, for all I knew. I mean, like, and because I know when we were talking about it, like the first the first month we wanted to test, Ben's like, no, no, don't test without me. Like, make sure I'm there in the room. But by the fourth month, it was just I'm going to do this. Yeah, every time. Stall at work I, every time understand she that. needs to pee, she's busting one oh, out. Oh God, love you guys. Yeah, just, wow. just wanted to know. Just wanted to know. So anyway, we're very we were very happy. Oh, the faint my line does mean you're pregnant, and it kept getting darker, and everything went well. And kept now here we are. And you had it confirmed. Like, you, did you go to the doctor? Yeah, but not until, I don't know, it was like four weeks. Yeah. Right. And then they do, then they like actually do like the blood, blood test, test to make sure. Yeah. Right. Which seems more intense. The blood test seems more intense well, to me. I don't it's, know why. It's like it's, it's, there's no questioning right. about a blood test. Like, it's, yes. It is like the official thing. There. Like if you want to kind of play dumb because you've got a bachelor party coming up and you still want to drink for it <laughs> ah! don't get the blood test done before then because you're going to know for sure one way or another. you're going to make a about. great dad I ask this to every pregnant lady how they deal with that mm. the not, not drinking. drinking so like did you have any ninja moves that you did to like make people think um or were you, were you no but well that's not entirely true because so it was December when we conceived mm-hmm. And we oh, like a, to we hide had, the fact that I'm not drinking. Yeah, we had a we had a great big New Year's shindig at our house, and I was a week pregnant. She was a week pregnant at that point. Well, that I I had, but but yeah, I knew I had known I was pregnant for a week. Right. And only I decided that she didn't want to. That it was like her choice. You can have some small drinks here and there. Apparently, yeah. Word on the street is yeah. Although I don't know. I would probably trust the doctor's opinion, right? Uh, but Melanie decided that she's not going to do it. Not going to drink anything. Yeah. Um, so we were thinking like we're going to have a lot of people there. We have some. We have a couple of my cousins who know that we're trying, mm-hmm. so they'd be very suspicious. And they they have kids, so they're very excited. So they would be like private investigator looking around to see like checking labels and stuff like that. So what we ended up doing, Melanie went to like the party store, and when we got all of our decorations, she bought. Uh, like New Year's label stickers, which I didn't even know you could get, but they were there. And so we put label new Happy New Year labels over top of the labels on all of the all of the champagne that we got. Ah. And so we had a big ice bucket with all kinds of bottles of champagne. And Melanie's bottle of champagne was in the fridge with a label over it covering the label underneath that says "dealcoholized champagne." Oh my god, that's genius! But the funny thing is, a friend was drinking it, and I was like, "Oh, this is really good." And a friend was like, oh, can I try some? And I had this moment of like, is she no. going to know? But it tastes the same. Yeah. 
same. It tastes the same, which also freaked me out because I'd be drinking and I'd go. She keep out there double checking. Oh no! Did I pick up someone else's drink? Yeah. So I throw that out and go get another one. So I went through a lot of different glasses that night, just out of out of paranoia. But yeah, um, sure, I, yeah. I think the the big secret though, like I have not found it hard not to drink. I have this beer this summer. I am looking forward to baby coming so I can have a beer mm-hmm. again. A real one. But real I think the beer. biggest trick was um, getting so drunk at my birthday at the end of November uh, that I really don't didn't feel the need to drink again. Until about now. You were very drunk. <laughs> yes, that was when I cried to you. Yes, it was. And, and then I remember leaving and <laughs> Melanie's in the bathroom. Yeah, like... on, the, on the floor in the basement. <laughs> I went to bed after that. I went to bed on my own. My I went to bed. She, and, and my I went to bed. Crawled, she means crawled, crawled to bed. bed. Crawled on my thirty fifth birthday. I think that's how you do a thirty fifth, though. Hell, yeah. I was in yes. bed at like midnight. I no. woke up. The rest of the party was. Great. You lived though. She yeah, well, yeah, that's good. She survived. I woke up at like four in the morning, and the party is still going, and I've been asleep <laughs> already for like four hours. Yeah. That's a good party. Yeah. And I want to say as well is that Millie and Ben have the most amazing home. Oh, thank you. And it's on a lake. And they have a karaoke set up. We're pretty fired up. <sighs> it's, yeah, it's it's unreal. It's pretty great. It, we felt, we were looking to buy a place kind of half-heartedly. And then when we stumbled across this place, we just fell in love with it right away. So. It's gorgeous. The head to, like, the head, almost a head to toe. Head to floor, toe. Floor to ceiling. Floor to ceiling. Floor to ceiling windows. Sleeve Amazing. to sleeve. Yeah. yeah. So, so awesome. So, but one of the things that kind of triggered me having you on mm. was when I started the podcast, it was around the time of your birthday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Well, when's your birthday? Uh, November 24th. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so maybe I was like <laughs> thinking about doing the podcast then. No, I remember. I remember because you were you were talking in my kitchen. Yeah, and you said I have this idea where like people just like get drunk and then we do a podcast. And I was like, I love yes! to do that. And you said that you're like, I'd be down to do that. I'll I'll go sit in the bathroom floor with you. Like, yeah. I'm like. You're not sitting on the bathroom floor this time. No. <laughs> yeah, that, that wouldn't be as comfortable no. as what you're dealing with now. So, But one of the things <laughs> that triggered you coming on now was I put a status up being like, I kind of want to talk about body image issues <laughs> because it's something that I'm struggling with as a 30-year-old. Like, I thought I got over that in my mid-20s. It's back. It's back. Like, like no. Like, it's just, it's like a second puberty or something yeah. when you're in your 30s. And... I put a status up, and I got an overwhelming amount of responses from men wanting to talk about body image stuff. But then you also responded saying that mm-hmm. you, you're like, I could talk about pregnancy stuff. So mm-hmm. how are you feeling? Like, how are you dealing with it? What are your tips? Because there's probably people listening that I actually mm-hmm. know a lot of my Facebook friends are pregnant right now. So, um, no, I don't know what to say. Because you've been very honest about how it makes you feel. And when you feel like crap... It can be hard to it's take hard. yourself out of that. Mm-hmm. It's hard to you like know? feel. It's hard to feel sick and also be physically so different. Like not yes. even quite to recognize yourself in the mirror mm-hmm. and to feel really sick. Um, so that has been that has been that has been like that's been tough. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> just burping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hearing it at all. Yeah. You have silent burps. 
I'm really trying to keep them at bay. But this is a perfect example of how you're like, I'm, I, oh, I put on a dress and mascara and I feel nice. And I'm just sitting here. It doesn't matter. I'm just burping away because pregnancy is disgusting. Yeah. Um, I, I want that to be the title. Oh, that totally should be the title. It doesn't matter what you do. Body positivity, colon. Pregnancy but is disgusting. Pregnancy is disgusting. <laughs> pregnancy is disgusting. Um, oh, I don't know. Where, where should I start? So, I mean, so... I guess it's kind of one of those things. When you gain weight... Yeah. When you're not pregnant, that's hard to deal with. But, like, when you're gaining weight with a pregnancy, obviously people are going to be like, you're pregnant. But you mentioned the thing of, like, having strangers come up to you and be like, oh... You, like, I feel like yeah. there's an etiquette there. Yeah. Like, you don't... It's like when someone's sunburned, and you're like, you look like you got some sun. Like, like yeah. ha thanks. Why? Somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Why? Yeah. I had my first, uh, my first case of a stranger coming up to me yes. and saying, wow, looks like you're ready to pop. Oh, my God. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> I have six weeks left. I will keep that in mind as my fetus continues to gain, like, approximately one pound a week. Jackass. Oh my god, I mean, that's I, so inappropriate. But I'm at like, I, I feel like nobody's doing that with the intention of being inappropriate. No, she's no, just being so just sweet. Just trying to be sweet, and that's the way of trying to connect with you. But that just goes to show how f- far from being connected to you they are. When yeah, uh, and also I really I just don't like the expression about to about pop. to pop. <laughs> it's really weird. I'm not gonna pop. There's no. Oh my god, that's not what happens. <laughs> We need to talk. <laughs> no, but it's just like, yeah, and 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 it's so it's weird because it messes with you. So this woman was like, "Wow, it looks like you're ready to pop," and I'm thinking my baby's probably going to put on, uh, you know, could put on anywhere between another like three to I don't know six pounds at this point. We don't know how big he's going to be. Right. Yeah. Like at this point, he's supposed to be, I think, about like. Four, four, four and three quarters or something, like that, but yeah. you know, if we have a teeny baby who's like six pounds, then great, he's almost done. But yeah. Ben was a bruiser; he was like almost ten pounds. So, right. right, there could be a, yeah, there could be a lot know. more to come. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so it's weird to hear that from somebody who's a stranger, uh, and then to have other like uh, be actually measured at the doctor's office, and they're saying, "Well, you're measuring a little small." So it's wow, just, it's a weird like it, messes, it just messes with you. Like there are days mm-hmm. when I feel massive, and then mm. there are other days when I'm like, is it big enough? You know, <laughs> right. like, it just messes. It just messes with good me. days and bad days. I imagine. Yeah, I mean, I just want him to be healthy. to be healthy, right? Um, and then um, when he comes out, for me to be um, um, very very thin, svelte. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I want. That's all I want. But you know, it's entirely possible because for the first, for the whole first trimester, you just lost weight. Oh, did you? Because the puking. Yeah, because the puking. Oh, shit. Because of the puking, and then of course the nausea. So you can't even really eat that much. Oh, and then as wow. the pregnancy's progressed, still felt really nauseous. But now she's got a big old baby in there who's like, get that stomach out of my face. So yeah. there's only room for like a few jelly beans at a time. And and I will and I will preface this by saying I I really gaining weight through the pregnancy is not something that ever scared me. I think that actually like deters someone or it's really like it's a really huge issue for them. It's not been a big issue for me um, as long as like 
I'm healthy and baby's healthy. Right. Um, I think what is just hard is realizing, like, say, gaining weight, and then the baby's born, then you look at yourself and realize you look different, and then you go, why didn't I appreciate how I looked before? Because I wasn't happy before. And now I would love to look like that. And that's like, I feel like women, and maybe men too, I don't want to generalize, but I feel like women do that yes. a lot. Because I know I've been doing that my entire life. Like when I was in my 20s thinking like, oh, I'm so out of shape. And like then like when I was in my 30s, I was yeah. like, oh my God, I wish I looked like it did when I was in my 20s. I recently right. had a, a, a co-worker, right? a male co-worker say to me recently uh, something to the effect of, uh, I wish I was as fat as I was when I first thought I was fat. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, I wish I go back to the first time when I was like, mm, I'm fat and, and, yeah. and have that body again. I know. I guess you never appreciate what you've got without context, right? Totally. Is that like, that like lucky versus unlucky? Like you could be the luckiest person alive, but unless you have like a stroke of bad luck, mm-hmm. you're never going to know it. You need the bad right. luck. Right. That's very, very true. And it's very drastic, I think, with pregnancy because the weight gain and like stretch marks and all that or if, you, if your boobs get really bigger it happens so quickly right right it's not like oh this really happened gradually i mean nine months you totally change yeah so it's like wow this is okay i just get used to this now um like yeah like yeah. i have a ton of stretch marks on my belly and I mean, it is what it is. And I have read comments online that would just infuriate it. Infuriate. That's a hard word to say. Really piss you off. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, where people will be like, oh, well, why didn't you take care of yourself? And you're supposed to put coconut oil on your belly and you you gain too much weight. Well, it really has nothing to do with that. Like, I've been applying oil every night. So far, I've only gained eight pounds during the pregnancy. Wow. And I have a ton of stretch marks on my and belly. Like before you even started showing. I literally was, like, like a month get... pregnant, and I started getting some. Really? But, uh, and she was losing weight at this point. And I told Ben, I'm like, I'm not surprised, because when I had, like, a growth spurt, like, in grade seven, I had tons of stretch marks on, like, on my hips. And that's just... That's just how I am. That's how my skin is. That's how my, right. that's my genetic, my genetics are. So, um, it is what it is. Yeah. But now I have to get used to that because in nine months, like, yeah, my belly's really changed. And now that's just who, who I am now. I just yeah. have to get used to that. And it can be, I mean, you know, the good thing is that it comes with a little baby. So yeah, an so, actual human, Yeah. but it's, it's a big change. It's a big change. Yeah. Because, yeah, I look back and thinking, like, gee, like, a year ago I was so hard on myself for the way I looked. Right. And now I'm going, oh, man, I should have really appreciated that because well, you had that version didn't have stretch marks. You said something. We were on Instagram just, you know, scrolling through and some, a friend of ours had gotten some boudoir photography done and Melanie was like, I wish I had thought to do that oh, before, yeah. before I got pregnant because who knows what my body will be like afterwards. Yeah. And I guess just as a to appreciate it and everything, but yeah, like you said, like it's hard to appreciate what you have got till it's gone. Until yeah. it's yeah, until it changes. Yeah, yeah. He's really yeah. Gonna... The fact is, I mean, she's got lots of stretch marks and everything, but that's all like they're it's, I don't know they're they're it, sweet. It's all part of what's making her a mom, and and so she's got her tiger stripes. And I say He's so sweet. This it, is like the sort of stuff he says. I know it's. I'm just sitting here and watching you guys look at each other. I'm like, <laughs> ouch, my heart. My, <laughs> my, my cold black heart. 
It makes um, such a big difference to have like um, a supportive partner, though, because yeah. like I look at myself in the mirror and I'm going, "Oh my gosh!" Like I'm getting more. They're they're getting darker or like they're they're bigger. And Ben's just like, "What did he say?" One day he was like, "They look like the wings of a phoenix." Oh yeah, because they're like they're like wrapped up either side of the the baby belly. So like right oh now gosh. they're kind of like these like wings reaching up on either side of the baby belly. If you want to get if you want to get a totally badass like phoenix rising like yes. tattoo all across your abdomen, you, totally you could totally could. do it. You could just incorporate all of the, the the little red marks. It's hard to be down on yourself when the person like who loves you. Uh, <laughs> Embracing them like that. Stretch marks look like the wings of a phoenix. (laughs) I was like, wow, yeah, I mean, sure, let's go with that. I mean, it's it's not, pregnancy itself is not like a graceful thing. No. And it takes a serious badass to get through it. Fuck yeah. And, And that's just a part of it. If I had like a gnarly scar from like a like an incident with a chainsaw or something, you bet your ass I'd be showing that off and being oh, like, yeah. "Yeah, look at this thing." I did it to myself because I'm a stupid asshole, right? And I dropped a chainsaw on my leg when I was, you know, felling a tree, right? But somehow that's like more socially acceptable and masculine yeah. than yeah. the stretch marks that a woman's gotten through, like going through pregnancies. And you know what I'm saying? You still get those boudoir photos done. I, I, you know, I will. But now, will I be one of these women that says, like, I'm cool with them. Let's just show my stretch marks. I don't know. I may be like, can we Photoshop those out? I would love to be the latter, but I, I or the former, but I, I don't know. Wait, which I, what and, order did I say that in? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you said Photoshop second. I like so you to be, be the former. former. There you go. <laughs> but you know what? That's fine, too, though. There's yeah. nothing wrong with wanting to just accentuate the things that you like more. That's true. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. That's true. So do you have any, any tips like for women who might not be feeling the most confident about themselves during pregnancy? Anything that you do to like make yourself feel more sexy about yourself? Well, I have actually really enjoyed I have really enjoyed wearing tighter maternity clothes. Hell yeah. Because if there is a time you want to show off, like, a big belly, like, I mean, show it off, it's when you're pregnant. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've never worn skin-tight clothing because I just, I cannot pull it off. I would love to be able to, but I, but I can't. So, like, I went into this pregnancy. (laughs) Ben's not saying anything. I'm not. Ben disagrees, I I disagree. Yeah, there you go. He disagrees. Well, okay, yeah. I shouldn't (laughs) say, oh, I can't. I don't feel comfortable with it. That's probably more accurate. You know, I um, went into the pregnancy as a curvy lady, and, uh, and now I'm wearing clothes that, like, yeah, that they're like actually tighter than things I would normally wear, and that actually makes me feel really good. Yeah. I feel like really like lovely being pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get a lot of comments of people being like, "Oh, you look so cute." Yeah, yeah. Like people are really loving you pregnant. So like yeah. accentuate, like I don't know. For me, it's nice. Like you know, show it off. Show it off. This so, is your time. Show off your boobs. Sun's out, Tom's out. Sun's out, Tom's out. But I would say. I don't know. For me, one of the biggest things has been having a supportive partner. And, like, Ben doesn't, um, he doesn't say things for the sake of saying it. When he says, like, when he compliments my stretch marks, he's not just, like, laying it on. Like, he's being genuine. And that has made such a big difference. I never loved myself as much, um, as I did 
when Ben and I started dating. Ew. Did that come out right? That did come out I right. I have major baby brain, by the way. It's a real no. thing. I'm super dumb. Um, but <laughs> that like, came out perfect. He's, he's Swish, always up. made me feel the best I have ever felt mm. because, yeah, because he loves me head to toe. And it's amazing when somebody gives that to you and you realize all the self-confidence that you sort of always had, but you've kind of like buried Bad. it. And it just makes you feel better all around. Oh, my God. That's the perfect way to say it, too. We, we often... Perfect way to say it. We often say that, like, we're a team. And like, and if we're like having a tough conversation, you know, about something that we're like, if we're talking money, which is obviously for like 90% of couples that divorce, that the word money comes up in in the proceedings. When we're having tough conversations about that kind of thing, we'll often remind each other that like, we're on the same team. Yeah. We're on the same team and, and, you know, a team supports each other and and they work together towards the same goal. I, I think that's really important. And I recognize that not everybody has that. And it feels kind of cheap to be like, well, you should have that. Well, of course you should have that. Everybody wants to have a teammate, you know? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to have a, a supportive partner uh, if you want to have a partner. Um, so, but outside of that, like, I don't know. What Do you, do you have any, like, do you have any I other, think, like... But I think you are rocking it. And oh, I thanks, freaking girl. love it. And I think you look amazing. <laughs> I know that saying that might not matter once you've puked in an ocean. <laughs> so can you tell that story? <laughs> because, yeah, I again, mean... one thing I love about Mommy is just her humor about it and her honesty. So right before she came on the, the got here, I was like just scrolling through Facebook and I was like, 55 minutes ago. And then you made a status about puking in the ocean. <laughs> so we went to the beach today for the first time this summer. Which was nice. Very nice. Uh, <laughs> and we had gone for lunch prior. And uh, so we're swimming. We're like in the ocean for about, I don't know, five minutes, maybe less. And we're swimming. And, we're and there's swimming. some good surf, too. Waves are coming up and down. Yeah. They're like a good size. You don't go out too, out too far, though, right? No. no I, can't, I can't really swim. Good. And um, I'm weighed down now with, with babies. So, <laughs> um, But Ben's an excellent swimmer, so he knows to watch out for me in case I start flailing around. Um Anyhow, so yeah. um, so we had eaten lunch. We're in the ocean for about five minutes, and we're swimming. And then I just have that like, oh, oh man! She was in the middle of saying something. I, I can't was even saying remember. something. I was talking about. I started coughing, and Ben said, "Like, are you okay?" And I was trying to say, "Well, you know, like I start coughing if I laugh too much." Yeah, which is the like, thing. She was yeah. like, she got out like, "Well, you know, if I," and then like covered her mouth and gave me this look like. Oh no! And then it was decision time. And then because it's already in my mouth, and I'm going, "There's a lot." I don't think this is a just swallow it back kind of moment. Oh no! It had to come out. Yeah. So I just kind of went. <laughs> <laughs> she just like you know if you're like at the dentist and they got the suction thing going, and then yeah. sometimes they're like, "Okay, just turn your head a little bit." You turn it, and it's just like a heat, like just yes. drool. It just drops out of your mouth. Yeah. It was kind of like that. But it was funny because we were making eye contact the whole time. So I'm like, are you are you okay? And she was like, whoop, covers her mouth. And I'm like, oh, no. And then she just, like, still mouth closed, just kind of, like, gives me a little shrug. And then just opens her the mouth same, and it just drops The same out. shrug. The same shrug that she gave the me. The Melanie shrug. Yeah. And then I just tried to... Splash it away. <laughs> away. Well, I'm just oh. like cackling into the waves, My. swimming away at this point. You were horrified, I was and I apologize. But here's the thing: <laughs> it's all like stayed together. 
<laughs> and a lot that just sort of floated away. And all I could think of was like, oh god, the children. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's just ocean residue. That's oh good. It's algae. The, yeah. <laughs> That's not definitely not mucus and grilled cheese. So is puking when you're pregnant? Okay, here's a question I have. Is it the same as because I, I get nauseous from drinking a lot. And that's a good long process. That's how you know process. when you're doing it right. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, but I feel like, you know, in movies and, like, from what I hear from pregnant ladies, which is, like, it just happens so quick. Mm-hmm. And you just puke. So, is it, like, do you even feel, you just feel nauseous and then it's, like, bam, puke? Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, in my experience, it is, um, like, like puking when, when you're, like, maybe, like, stomach sick or something. Like, you have, like, a stomach flu. Oh, um, yeah, okay. Or you're kind of, like... I'm like, I don't feel so good. You're kind of on the edge. I'm like, but I don't think I'm going to puke. I think I'll be fine. And then, yeah, I got to run to the washroom. So, yeah. It's similar to that. It's like that. But if if one thing has been good about throwing up for the past 35 weeks, um, it's that... um, God love you. I have lost my fear of throwing up. Oh, my God. And that's such a fear. I have it. People are afraid. Yeah, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to throw There's up. There's nothing to fear. Uh, yeah, now now it's mostly like, well, Ben, I will, I I share, I overshare. So I'll be saying to Ben, like, oh god, I gotta throw up. Oh no, I don't want to throw up because I just had like butter chicken. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Like, I just ate this meal and it was so good. I don't want to like, throw it up. I don't want to know what that's like to throw. I was like, up. no, man, I had rice. It will ruin it for you. I don't want to. I don't want to throw up rice. No one yeah. wants to throw up rice. Nobody but I've, throw, I've thrown it all up now. There's nothing that can scare me. There's nothing she hasn't thrown up. Okay, there's nothing. Okay, well, I, I have. Have you ever thrown up asparagus? Well, um, I don't like asparagus. Okay, so I've ate asparagus one night before I did. A fucking podcast Ooh. with my friend Neil, who's always at karaoke. That's right, Neil. He's a karaoke regular. He was probably one of the drunkest intoxicated. Yes. We drank very sugary beverages. We drank broken down golf carts, which was melon Ooh. liqueur and amaretto and vodka and That's cranberry juice. Delicious. And then, I was just sipping them all night, and I got home, and I always get sick when I'm in the cab on the way home, and I'm so close. Yep. And Your I got knows. home, and I puked, and I my immediate thought was, do I have worms? And then oh, I thought, no. no, it's asparagus. Asparagus. Oh, no. So, yeah, not and if worst makes, thing to throw up ever. If that makes worst thing to throw up ever. Weird, yeah. What does it do to your pee? That's the thing. And That's you know gross. what? Haven't eaten it since. I just can't. That's a good reason, though. I can't not, like, it's just one of those things. It's like when you get food poisoning mm. because of something, like, you can even it love that thing. Like, oh, you can love that thing, but do it. it gave you food poisoning, so it ruins you for it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you never yeah. eat it again. Yeah. It was like Sailor Jerry's Spice Rum for me. Oh. Ruined it. Ruined really? It. I love Sailor Jerry's Spice Rum. Yeah, I used to. Yeah. <laughs> apple pie. What's it? McGill- McGillicuddy's? Dr. McGillicuddy's. Yeah. Apple the- pie. Nope. No. Apple pie worst, The worst. It's the super worst tasty. experience of my life. It's super, super tasty, but yeah, if you've puked it up. Sandra was there. She could tell you about it. Well, That's yeah. another super fucking cool thing I should mention. That you and Sandra are like... Your kids are going to be so close in age. Yeah, we're hoping that they love each other so, so much. Um, and if not, we will force them to. My gosh, they will. They like, need to there's no way that they can't. Be friends. At yeah. least friends. 
kind of hoping they're gay for each other, but we're, we're gonna just let that. That would be happen like you naturally. hit the goal mine. Yeah, absolutely. We could have 100%. some babies. We're like definitely though gonna force a friendship on those two little tots. It's gonna be so cute. I think just by the by virtue of them growing up with each other so much, they'll be friends at least yeah. until like grade six, mm-hmm. and then I think that's where kids start to fall along certain lines yeah. within social groups. They and start to figure it out, and then Can you go, wait a minute. You're a fucking loser. <laughs> Wait, whose baby are you talking about? Ours, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do you have a name picked out yet? You don't have to tell me what it is. We do. But do you have the name? We do have did, did a that... name and two middle names. Oh. We are set. We're Damn. ready to rock. Was it an easy decision? Or uh, like more you or know less? what? It was It was more or less. It, it took time. But when we... When... But we didn't have to. We didn't have to like really slog through a whole bunch of names. We didn't like sit down looking at a website and be like, "Well, what about Timothy?" We we right. were like, we just kind of like as a name would come to us or come up, or we would like you know be looking through movie credits are a big thing. I always I've always liked looking at movie credits. Oh my for god, names. that's a great idea. Uh, and I so so in by by looking through movie credits. So we're naming our child craft services. Yeah, craft services. <laughs> MGM craft services. <laughs> Uh, but um, I couldn't wait. I had to let it out. <laughs> we said we weren't going to tell anybody. Oh uh, my god! But but because of that, we would just occasionally be like, "What about this name?" And you know, so we weren't really working hard at it. And then it just kind of they just kind of it kind of fell in place. And so we're, there were a lot of names that we would run through, and then we'd have to be like, "Okay, well, what about a full name?" And then we just have to do it all together because there's nothing right. worse than having like a name that doesn't have a good rhythm yes. to it it's really really hard to say your own name if it doesn't have a good rhythm and it's hard to hear it yeah i find a lot of people if your name doesn't have a good rhythm and you tell somebody your name they have a hard time they'll need you to repeat it yeah and they might not remember it either. and they and they may not remember it if it doesn't roll off the tongue exactly or if there's too much alliteration yeah. Or if uh, yeah. if your if your middle the last letter of your middle name is the same as the first letter letter of your last name, then it kind of slurs together a little bit. So we had a lot of things that we didn't really talk about openly. Didn't say like we need to have these criteria, but just by virtue of like running off some names back and forth to each other, be like, no, I don't like that. And the name we chose like means a lot to both of us, and. Aww. And it was one of those things that, like, you know, you're throwing out different names, like, Craft Services McMillan. Do we like that? Yeah. And, uh, and you say it, and, and we're like, oh, that's kind of cool, but it didn't, almost didn't sound like it could be a person. Right. But then when we had our name picked out and we said it for the first time, it was like... All together. It just came together. It felt like he already existed. Yeah. Like, it just, we're like, yeah, that's it. We're like good. We just grabbed somebody's whole name. Oh my god! And just That's put it so on that fun. Person. And the middle name you can have a lot of fun with too. Absolutely, Those, I really, really advocated for danger. Yeah. For what? Danger. As danger. Well. I really advocated for it, and I was like, I suggested it, and she's like, "You're joking," and I'm like, no. "Wait, does someone we know have a middle name Danger, or on Facebook is their middle name? Probably in, must be somebody on Facebook." I feel like that's someone's middle name. But that's <laughs> I legitimately you can't see. She's just hungry. She's face palming so hard right now. That's right. I just, She's pinching the bridge of her nose, like... Well, but it's like, oh, that'd be so funny, because then it'd be like, oh, well, what's your name? It's like, oh, my middle name's Danger. Like, that's not, even, was, that's not even a good impression of me. It's, that's just... Oh, that's so no. exciting. But how yeah. cool. How cool it's would that be? It's a badass middle if name. You're, if you're I'm kind of with Ben on this one. Be but like, then I'm like, it's more probably better in theory than reality. I mean, 
Possibly, but I don't know. That's a badass kid. As a follow-up, I suggested Laser, but that, oh, that also that, got shot down. Yeah, that's... that. Oh, wow. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> but you are having a boy, right? We, we are, are having a boy. boy. Yep. So did you... Um, were you hoping for something? Or were you just kind of like, whatever I get, I'm happy with? We both thought, for no good reason, mm. that it may be a girl. Right. And not just us, but... Everybody. Like every member really? of our really? family, for some reason... Had the feeling. Well, for no it. reason. You know what? I think it's going to be a girl. And this is at, like... This is, <sighs> like... When I don't know who that was supposed to be, but... That, that comes kind of your mom a little bit. That's the voice anyone makes where they presume to know the gender. Yeah. Based on <laughs> psychic ability. Did you just assume I... Her. Yeah. Um, yeah, it might be a girl. So yeah. when we found out at the, in the ultrasound that it was a boy, it was like I was surprised. Like it, I felt like, like surprised what? because I, in my mind, I thought we were having a girl. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, and a girl's name? We picked out like that. That's the other thing. We have to tell me what the girl's name would have been. No, this is my oh, damn. Yeah, I guess if you have a girl. Oh, we had the middle name, the first name, middle name set for like a year now. Like we were good to go. Yeah. Boy's name. We were like, oh, uh, we'll never need to worry about that. <laughs> what are the odds of having a boy? 50-50 <laughs> as it turns out. It's uh, true. Very high chance. Um, <laughs> considerable. But you know, I, too. I think a lot of people, and no one talks about this. But I think people often have preferences for what yes. they would like. And no one talks about it because you're just supposed to be grateful that you have a healthy baby. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that you had hoped for or whatever. So no, what I said 100% to, no. what I said to Ben was, first of all, we're thrilled to be having a little boy. And, but I said to Ben, um, it's not that, shit, how did I word this earlier? I said it earlier today. Yeah, it's not that you were like disappointed. It's not that I wasn't disappointed that it was a boy. I was just disappointed that we weren't going to have a girl. Is that yeah? Like like that? She, it was something along those lines. It was like yeah. we, we're, we're we're not sad to have a boy, and we weren't we weren't in that moment being like no, it's a boy. We were <laughs> more just kind of like oh, it's not a girl. Yeah, and that was kind of the, that was kind of the thing because we were. Whether you intend to or not, you always set expectations. Yeah, 100%. If, for yourself and for jobs, for movies, for anything. You, yeah. you can't go in with a, with zero expectations. That's true. You are going to have some expectations, whether you vocalize them or not, whether you knew about it or not. Yeah. If you are trying to decide between two things and you're like, I can't really make up my mind between two things, flip a coin and, and heads or tails, you assign it and you look. And, and if you go and you're like... Oh, it's tails. I kind That's of your expectation. Then you know yeah, what right. one you were expecting more. And yeah. for us, that expectation was for a girl. For a girl. no reason. No reason whatsoever. I guess partly because the name came to us so easily. Uh, I I have a goddaughter and I like I have a godson as well, but the goddaughter came first and and I absolutely love her and like I, I wanted to have like daddy's little princess and all that jazz. Like so I mean we still that's still a possibility, it's still on the table, yeah. but yeah. not with this not with this pregnancy. Not with this one. Uh, we'll just dress him as a girl. Let's raise him as a girl. <laughs> or he could choose. He could choose. And he whatever he wants to do. Whatever right. pronoun he wants, he Whatever he get. wants, yeah. he gets. But, um, but yeah, the, it, that like wore off pretty instantly. Mm-hmm. And that's like, we're having a boy. We're having, oh my God, we're having. Uh, and then like yeah. the first time we're like, oh my God, we're going to have a son. And I only just like within the past yeah. week, yeah. 10 days, used the term son. Because we've always talked about like our baby boy and my like my little bean, my little buddy in there and everything. And then at some point in the past week we were talking and I realized like 
I've never said my son. Son. Yeah. It's way more like. It's serious. That is like, oh shit, that's my son. That's not like, that's my little buddy. My little buddy, that could be like a ferret friend. That could be a a rat on the street. Exactly. That's a pigeon (laughs) that often comes to the window at work. Like, that's my little buddy. This is my fucking son. Oh shit, that shit's serious. You made that. That's right. Half of that is me. Half of that. So now I'm just like, I just, I'm so excited. People, now people are like, what do you have? I'm like, let me know, boy. See, that's just it. And I feel like, and I think sometimes, because I'm kind of the same way. I mean, having kids is so far from where I think I will be, but I'm like, well, oh, not with if I were. panty in the glass Oh, trick. the panty sure in the thing. glass trick is going to get done. Panty cocktail. Fuck yeah. I'm keeping that all in. There's no way I'm taking that in. <laughs> but in my mind, I'm like, I've always wanted a girl. Like when I've thought about having kids, I'm like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm going to get a boy. Like just because I know that life's going to throw that yeah. wrench. Yeah. yeah. Life will do that. Yeah. I have a question though. Shoot. You don't have to answer it. Do you guys know when you conceived? Oh yeah, like the the night or the yeah, day or the morning, whenever it was. We do. Yeah, you we do. do? Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I always wonder that with with couples who are pregnant, and I never ask because I'm like they're gonna think I'm weird. But I I'm always so curious about that. We. But do, I guess you could do the math and figure it out. Yeah, but no, we but, didn't have to do the math. We we knew we were like, oh shit, this was this was that night because. <laughs> It was a a particular night. It stands out for a few reasons. (laughs) All good. All good reasons. Time out. Time out. Bleep, 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 bleep. But no, the fact of the matter is, is that you know. We know. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's funny. Yeah. So you, you just. You want to talk about stretch marks? Yeah. (laughs) Here's the thing. If we don't, if we don't say anything now, is way, whatever people are going to imagine is way worse. And let's be honest, at this point, they're an hour in. If they're still listening. Mm. Yeah. They they might not even be around right now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And if they're still here, they've earned it. They've earned this. That's true. But how are you doing with all the pregnancy stuff? Like, are you. What's your feeling? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Like, I want to know your perspective. Because I know, Melanie, you're you're puking a lot. <laughs> you're just like, you're you're just ready to get, get it done. Yeah. yeah. She's got the restless oh, legs, God. can't sleep, uncomfortable all Did the time. Did you get any, like, sympathy symptoms? I heard that that's a thing. No, I... I but I don't know if it's true or not. I honestly, I haven't gotten any sympathetic <laughs> symptoms. Uh... <laughs> Just not that sympathetic. <laughs> uh, no, I guess I, I don't know. I haven't I haven't had any sympathy pains, no, anything yeah, like yeah. that. Um, but I do. Um, my mother is like a natural caretaker. Oh, okay. She's she's always been like always really just been a very strong caretaker of, of people who who need help. Mm-hmm. Like she can't not help somebody who needs it, and and so that's something that I was raised with as well. And I was raised with a very attentive caretaker in my mother. Um, and that's something that I like is really valuable to me now as an adult with a family to take care of mm-hmm. is that I don't have to, I don't have to be like, Oh, I got, I bet I should do something for Melanie. Like it, it's, it's just, it's just right there. It's just yeah. right there to do like, that's the nature of, you know, of love and a relationship with somebody for me Yeah, is, is kind of being a bit of a caretaker. Taking on that role. Yeah, you grew up with it. I grew up with that, and and yeah. so and mom's a mom uh, teaches children as well. She's an educational assistant. She's awesome. she's worked you know in uh, 
in like daycares and and worked in elementary school and that kind of thing and primarily works with children with special needs um and so children have always always been that's her education is early childhood development children have always been kind of important to mom and therefore important to me so right. i as i've grown up i i did all of the like boy scouts and cub scouts and everything and then i got to be like a mentor as part of that um i've worked at like summer camps as like canoe instructor and stuff like that and day camps so and that kind of thing I, I i really like kids yeah and so because of that this hasn't been like a stressful time no. for me good this Aww. is well i'm glad to hear it Listen, if we were both, if, if we both were miserable, we would have fucking killed each other. Right there now. you go. Someone has to be the. So, like, yeah, it's a give and take. And, and like, I've been a, sleeping great. I've been having I've been regular sleep. bowel movements. I've yes. More regular than ever. <laughs> no. No, just a slight just a ding little on that. Right but, but no, to be honest, I'm like, I'm, I'm really excited to be a dad. I know I've always really liked kids and I've oh been gosh. really exposed to that a lot as opposed to child rearing and, and oh, child yeah. education and everything and I'm always really I don't know I, I really like kids to make me happy so I'm I'm excited for this because of that oh so it's not like a it hasn't been I know some guys would probably be like freaking the fuck out they're like oh my god my whole life is gonna change mm-hmm. and afraid that and they'd be afraid that that's like a really bad thing right but you're not i'm not really afraid that that's gonna be you know what thing. and jesse said that in his episode too mm. he said when i found out that sonar was pregnant it was like a calm it wasn't mm. it yeah. wasn't this <gasps> yeah like oh fuck yeah i gotta get out of here that's that's like just a sign that a you're probably gonna be you're gonna be a great dad and you have a great relationship and, and, and you're ready, ready to, i guess you're ready yeah. together yeah. You're gonna yeah. take this on together. Hell yeah! Yeah, I'm not. Like, I'm not. I'm really not afraid of having a child at all. Like it wasn't like we were ready, and then we found out we were pregnant. <laughs> well, like I said, I was like, well, I don't know. What do you think that means? I yeah. love this. <laughs> and then we <laughs> found out that we were, and I was like, that is great. Okay, like next, like next step. Like yeah, for sure. And it's, it's I mean, it's not like it was an accident or a surprise either. Like we were, you were trying yeah, actively we were trying. working was, towards. Yeah. The goal. Yeah. The end goal. That's, That's right. great. We're, we're excited. Do you have any words? Because this podcast is going to be on the internet. And maybe... Wait, what? Maybe in 15 years, when your son is, like, perusing the internet, maybe he'll come across it. So do you have anything to say? Any final words in embarking on this last month sure. of pregnancy? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, Pregnancy etiquette, maybe? Be- well, I would just like to say, first of all, as your mother, I love you unconditionally. Uh, but also, you should know that just because you're like 16 and you want a car doesn't mean you're going to get it. Because I wanted not to throw up for eight months, but, you know, here we are. So There you go. How He's not going to have to tune into a podcast from 15 years ago to hear that. That's going to be... That's gonna he's going to hear that a lot. It's going to be engraved. He's going to hear that a lot. What I've been saying lately is I I can't wait for my son to be born so that I can exact revenge upon him. <laughs> it's a heavy burden to be born into that kind of resentment. I'm already thinking of all the things I can just hold over his tiny little perfect head. So, no, I'm kidding. It's great. Um <laughs> So I love it so much. I love it so it, much. It, 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 yeah, no, it's good. It's I'm good. super excited for you guys. Thank you. We're yeah. very excited. Like, 
I'm going to be on Baby Watch big time. Baby Watch 2017. And I should say as well as is that all of our friends are partying out of cottage right now. And yeah. here, here we are talking about vomit. Cheers to that. Cheers. <laughs> yes, indeed. So I think, I think, oh yeah, so we'll wrap it up. But one thing I tend to do at the end of a podcast is a hashtag. Okay. In case some crazy fool gets through the whole episode, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they can... Comment or tweet out the hashtag. And use okay. that specific hashtag. What, what should the hashtag be? I was thinking it could have something to do with the panty drink. Because mm. that's pretty good. Ooh. Hashtag panties in the plastic. Or hashtag Ooh. ocean vomit. Hashtag ocean vomit. <laughs> what was the thing that we said earlier that was like, oh, that should be the name of the episode? Oh, pregnancy is disgusting. Pregnancy is disgusting. <laughs> hashtag pregnancy is disgusting. Yeah. I like that it. Works. Listen, it's freaking honest, and it is. You guys are going to be amazing, and I'm so so happy for you guys. So thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for nice. And then you got to promise that once this baby's born, <laughs> you're going to let her come and have a girl. I call it girl intoxicated. Yes. Ooh. Where a solo episode. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. I can dig it. And yes. give her a night off time. so she can get shammered and talk more to me. On yeah, that's, that's sounds good. That, that's what I want. And do the old pump and dump. I'll take the little yeah. fella. And... Mommy needs a cocktail break. And I mean, I, I, I've, I've been saying I don't have a lot of experience with kids, but I'm available for babysitting. Yeah, that's I mean, great. That's we, actually we've had. We don't care who takes a ridiculous I, amount of I mean, like, from I, I would be kind of scared, but I love your host, so I would be more than willing. <laughs> that's one of the main qualifiers. He goes to bed, and then you just enjoy that. And I will yeah. just sing Bon Jovi karaoke on the floor. Perfect. Crying. We'll get that set up okay. for you. Yeah. Oh man. Well, thanks guys so much. And, thanks for having us. Yeah, this was fantastic. Thanks so much. And I'll end up saying, "Ring that bell." Ding ding. Golly gee, you made it to the very end. That's freaking awesome. I'm so happy that you got through the whole episode. It would be amazing if you could leave us an iTunes review. Um, that's going to make us more visible so that other people find the podcast. So we'd really appreciate it if you could go over to iTunes and leave an iTunes review for the Intoxicated Podcast. I would love you almost as much as Melanie and Ben love each other. Thanks, guys.